0: Come on now, the Bills are making it happen now. Stand up now,
1: come on and shout. All righty, Bills Mafia, welcome to another edition of the Bills Beat Podcast presented to you by Stadium Rant uh, Network of Podcasts. Uh, today we have an amazing show. This is going to be awesome. Uh, Jay Spence the King, how are you, man? man i'm
2: doing well thank you for the invite this is uh it's a big week so i'm I'm looking to have as much fun as possible
1: oh it's a huge week it's a huge week casey what's going on oh getting
0: ready to get some revenge again <laughs> another event re- we're on the revenge tour
1: yeah yeah you know it's funny you say that yesterday i was over at my neighbor's house he's a big chiefs fan um I, my wife's a raiders fan so don't don't hate on me but i was wearing a raiders jersey last night supporting my wife um but we're sitting there talking about the the game coming up next week. And basically my thing was I want to win it because it's going to be huge for potential, uh, home field and everything. But at the same time, it's not the playoffs yet. That's mm-hmm. when it's going to count. So I'm still looking forward to this week. Um, and we'll certainly get into that game a little bit. Uh, but, uh, before we do that, uh, let's kind of talk a little bit about this last game and, uh, Kyrie Elam got his first, as you can see, pick it <laughs> as the Bills rolled the Steelers. Um, Spence, what did you see out of that game? Like I know that there was a lot of uh, a lot of plays made from the rookies. Mm-hmm. Um and that was exciting to see. What'd you think? Well
2: first um regarding your 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 wordplay there Kenny Pickett I think is going to be a good quarterback I think I you know agree, yeah. to yeah. come out for your first NFL start and put up 300 yards on a Buffalo Bills is not an easy task to do now unfortunately it's the Buffalo Bills and Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier they they just aren't nice to rookie quarterbacks and even though he got 300 yards passing you put up three points that's that's who the buffalo bills are they they will shut down the things that are the big play opportunities um when when they don't have their full roster in there they'll do the bend but don't break thing in between the 20s but once you get to that 20-yard line it's like okay all right give us the ball back and look (laughs) it's rough it's rough to be a rookie but Elam, i think this is his worst statistical game so far during the season as a rookie and to be honest with you, like how many people are upset that he gave up yards but no points? Like, who cares? Exactly.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, I especially early in that game, he was getting picked on a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean Johnson was making plays on him, so credit to to uh, Kenny Pickett uh, and targeting that. Um, watching, well, I, I honestly was a little surprised with Pickett. I'm not gonna not gonna lie, you know. Being a rookie, like you were saying, and going up against McDermott in this defense, I was expecting a lot worse. But, but yeah, he he put up over three hundred. He threw what fifty passes? I think it was fifty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um,
0: for three, points. yeah, kudos to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the completion percentage was good. You know, I mean, it was thirty-four for fifty-one. You know, that's not bad. But they, and they did right by him by moving the pocket, pocket rolling. You know, getting him to roll out and not making him take all those deep shots and or throwing tight windows across the middle. You know, they had a lot of comeback routes outside the numbers, and th- those are good pitch and, pitch and catches for him.
2: Yeah, the game plan is good. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's what you want to do when you're attacking this Buffalo Bills defense. The problem is, and I, I joke about it and I say it all the time, but Mike Tyson used to say everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And what happens is when you go up against Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen on offense and Von Miller on defense, what happens is it's like, okay, this is our game plan. And it sounds perfect until you literally have to execute it. You know what I mean? Like, like when you're yeah. going against guys like Von Miller who we don't need to blitz. We we don't we didn't even have to have Tremaine Edmonds in there this week. Matt Milano was a monster. And he didn't even, you know, it's like so to have guys step up and play bigger than they do every week. And on top of it, you have this phenomenal um, defensive scheme with, with Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott, what they've put together. It's just impossible. It's impossible to, to really expect. I wish they would have started him. You know this next game that they have. I think they have a bye this week, right? If I'm not mistaken, and then the next week is is a, another game for them. I think they should have started next week with him. You don't start against the Buffalo Bills. Let let Mr. Trubisky get his last hurrah off or something. But but don't don't start the rookie off like that. That's just to me. That was, it's like it's like um you know. It, you grow up in a household where you're like emotionally abused. And then once you get into the free world, it's like, do I believe in myself? No, because I've been abused my whole life. And I feel like that's, you know, hopefully that's not what happens to Pickett. But it's a rough game to start off against the Bills. Rough.
1: Yeah, that's probably the worst, worst matchup he yeah. could have had to start. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what did you think? I, a lot of people were impressed with, with Cook. At the end of the day, he had the one, one run, though. Do you think he's finally starting to maybe get on track and, and will play a bigger role in this in this uh, with this team going forward? And is that at the expense of Moss potentially?
2: Um, great questions. I, I think if I'm being honest about it, I, the one run play was a touchdown run. So everybody got excited about it. And it yeah. was like, you know, he made some guys miss, which is what we drafted him for as 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 well as um, receiving out the backfield. The thing is, when you really go back and watch the game in its entirety and like actually pay attention to things, as opposed to just watching it uh, for the moment, you will kind of realize that he still didn't really have like a huge performance. And it's one of those things where, you know, when you're honest again, I love him and I want him to take that that RB2 role or, or whatever it may be. Um, I still I'm still going to hang my hat on the take that I think that. Devin Singletary should be RB1 and get the bulk of the carries and bulk of the snaps. And then however the flow of the game goes, I say whichever one works between Cook or Moss, I think that's how the team should go because, you know, we've seen moments where they wanted to trust Cook and then he drops a pass where he fumbles and I get it. He's a rookie. But at this point when you're a championship contending team and your, your goal is to get to a certain place, those little mistakes like that can actually become huge mistakes in certain moments. We can't do that against the chiefs this week. So, you know, if, if you're going to, put him in there it has to be trustworthy but on the same hand do we trust moss you know do do we trust that he might not turn it over but is he going to actually gain a yard instead of getting tackled short from the line to gain you know so he just doesn't hit the hole right so for me I think I think it's um if I'm going to give you an order of running backs it'll be Devin Singletary and then Reggie Gilliam you know and then we could talk those other guys I think Reggie Gilliam I know he's a fullback but what we saw from him I believe it was the LA game yeah. Give him the ball, like give, give Reggie to, and, and against Tennessee, give Reggie the ball, man. <laughs> Fullbacks matter. And he's making it known that he should be talked about in that top five category as a top five fullback in the league. I think he, he blocks better. To, he's finishing every block with violence, like every yeah. single block, dude. Like he's knocking guys. The play could be in the, in the, on the left hash. And he's pushing guys out on the right sideline. Like <laughs> the guy is insane this year. And I just love everything I'm seeing from Reggie Gilliam, everything.
1: Yeah, I, I would like to see him more in that that short yardage situation instead of Moss mm-hmm. myself. Uh, Casey, what do you what did you think about the the rookies in this game? So
0: our boy Shakir finally stepped up,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm so happy to see it happen. I mean, I think he he just needed his opportunity. You know, I mean, unfortunately, it was due to uh, injury, but he got his opp- opportunity. He stepped up. I mean, that pass um, right on the right hash. That Allen threw him was, I don't know how he came down with that in the double coverage, um, uh, just a heck of a catch. He yeah. in the uh, game in the game against the Ravens on that comeback route. I mean, he extended the drive. Um, I think I don't think the moment is too big for him. I mean, I think he's really putting effort in, like m- pushing McKenzie for that slot spot. I mean, to really get him to take over Crowder's spot and be interchangeable with McKenzie.
1: Yeah, well, I, Crowder's going to – he's done for the year, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be basically McKenzie and, and Shakir. And, I, you know, I've mentioned this before. I live in the, the Boise area, so I watched Shakir throughout his whole collegiate yeah. career, seeing every one of his games. So for me to see him make catches like that, that's routine. Um, yeah. The guy is phenomenal, and I do I, – I love McKenzie. I do – I just feel like there's more to Shakir's game Yeah, McKenzie's around.
0: limited as a player. I
1: feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so and this may you know, this could be the game that uh, gets Shakir more playing time. And McDermott has shown in the past that if these guys work hard and and prove it. He'll he'll get them on the field. So uh, hopefully that that happens uh, as well. Uh, kind of going back to the Gilliam thing. What happened? Because uh, you're right. Those first couple of weeks he was making plays or getting the ball in his hands. And now we haven't seen it the last couple of weeks.
2: I just think it's, it's been the flow of the game. I think, you know, once you get into the game and you kind of watch each game it has its own different personality. And when you see um, just the flow of, for instance, the Baltimore game, we were behind a lot. So um, it was important for us to get the ball down the field and, and score some points quickly. So I, I don't think that they were looking to, you don't want a repeat of, I think it was last year where like they threw a bomb to him or something like that. You want to, you know, when you use him, you're methodically going down the field. So I just think it, it just, is because of that. But I, I do think we're gonna see a lot more Reggie Gilliam. I don't think that, you know, he has those two games early in the season and then he disappears. I know he was struggling at one point with an injury. I don't I think it was like a hamstring or I can't remember specifically. There's so many freaking injuries, but um <laughs> he has something yeah. going on. So, you know, with that being said, again, when he's healthy and everybody's healthy, I think we're gonna we haven't seen this offense at full strength. I I just don't think this
0: entire team at full strength
2: at all, at all. So it's like when you, when you think about that and the fact that we have the largest point differential, (laughs) it just doesn't make sense. But yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more Reggie Gilliam. And and also to your point about um, Khalil Shakir, I agree with you. I think that um, he has more to bring to the table than McKenzie. I think the thing is though, the team trusts McKenzie. And and Kier Elam is good. I mean, I keep saying Kyrie. I think it's because you got Kyrie picked down the screen still. Uh, but I, I like Sh- Shakir. He, he's go. trust. <laughs> thank you, because I, I, I'm reading as I'm. But I think I think they. Um, he's going to gain that trust, and he's going to be. I said the other day on Twitter. I said he's going to be one of Josh Allen's favorite targets for a long time to come, and I believe right. that. But I think right now, um, just based on what we've seen when McKenzie's healthy in the offense, not special teams in the offense, I think. Isaiah McKenzie is, um, he's one of those gadget players that he just, he makes it very difficult for the defense to figure out anything, you know? And, but I do think, I think Shakira is going to be used a lot more in that screen game. Like he brings the element to that screen game that we haven't seen in Buffalo probably since Roscoe Parrish or some crap like that. You know, like, I don't even know how far back I want to go, but
1: the,
2: the effectiveness that he runs the ball with when he's in those screen games, listen, like, feed him. do it
0: now what yeah, was your guys's reaction sorry uh um,
1: no,
0: so on the opening kickoff what was your guys's reaction when you saw taiwan jones out there
2: you want me to take this first yeah go for it uh well so first of all I, honestly i was happy i love taiwan jones i think taiwan jones um obviously it was his first actual return in quite some time taiwan jones is probably the fastest guy on the team so um, for me, I, I looked at that as a plus. Now, I don't know if it was the moment for him. I don't know if it was like, okay, let's do it. And then he kind of got, you know, just in the moment, okay, I dropped it. But Taiwan Jones is an elite special teams player, and I'll never have – he made a mistake that game. I'm not going to end my guy because of that. Like, the, he's he's done so much for the Buffalo Bills uh, throughout his time here, and he's he's one of the best – if he's not the best gunner, he's the second best gunner in the league.
1: Yeah, I I'm with you. Um, this is a great problem to have, I guess. But there is yeah. so much talent all over this roster. Somebody's going to get left out and not yeah. get as much playing time as maybe they should, or maybe this, you know the fans uh, would you know like to see. Like for me personally, I would love to get Shakir on the field just because I grew up, if you will, watching him mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, play when he came to Boise State and um, uh, watching the broncos this year boise state broncos this year and not seeing him out there it kind of sucks because we don't have that like go-to guy now um and they're, all, they're still growing and developing there but uh yeah there's so much talent everywhere uh or they're gonna have the same issue when uh, when white comes back and benford's ready to go again like what are they gonna do with those guys
2: and don't forget, we just picked up uh, – what was the cornerback that we picked oh, up yeah. and he got injured? I, I, again, there's so many injuries. We haven't seen this team at 80% yet. Know. You know, and then you think about it, you know, I saw somewhere else that Jordan Poyer missed 40% of the games and still leads the league in interceptions. Yep. Micah Hyde's been out since Tennessee. You know, so it's, it's, we haven't been at full strength and we're 4-1. And and now I think going into this game we're probably going to be a, I would say we're going to be closer to about 85 to 90 percent healthy this this game. Um, I still think there's maybe about two or three weeks left before we see Trey White. But even even thinking about being 85 percent healthy when we've been going into these games at like 60 percent, it should be scary for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm not saying that like we're going to blow them out. No. But listen, man, it's it's <laughs> it's it's not it's not the same. They're not the same Chiefs, and we are not the same Bills. We are not like we are better than we were last year. And offensively, oh, yeah. Josh Allen is a beast. Like there's no that game, that 13 second experience th- that lit something in him. I'm telling you, he's a completely different dude. The Bills want to embarrass teams this year. They don't want to just win. They want to embarrass teams. They can't start slow like they did against the Rangers. I know we're not there yet. I'm jumping ahead, but I'm sorry. But it's like, <laughs> it's all good. I'm, I'm just excited, man, because yeah, yeah. like as, we've been doing this at 60 percent. So, so now we're healthy. I, I can't, I can't wait to see what it looks like when, like we had, we had Isaiah Hodgins playing last week, and that's not, not a knock. It's not a knock, but it's like we had a guy who hasn't made the roster in three years because of injuries and because of depth, and now he's he he gets in the game. He's making big plays. I think he had a couple first downs. It's like, yep,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, I, to add to that, because since you brought that up too, um, when I was talking with Joe Miller. Uh, about a month ago, I guess it was, he was on the show. Uh, and he made a really good point where basically saying that Josh Allen, he's taking that next step to where he's making everybody around him better. Like it doesn't matter. We don't – we're not at that point where early in his career we had to surround him with talent to help him progress. We're at the point now where we can plug people in to help them develop with him. And, and he raises their game and uh, just by being out there. And his his ability to read defenses – uh, yeah, what we're seeing is, is, is it's insane. Um, and uh, well, I kind of want to touch on that a little bit later again, as far as his numbers he's currently putting up and whatnot. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to Steph. Um, she uh, says, hello, <laughs> Jay Spence. Uh, thank you for the subscribe. subscribe. I appreciate that. Um,
2: so and, and also that was how uh, Zavian Howard, uh, or Rhodes, Zavian Rhodes, that I was talking about, the cornerback that's injured. Oh, in that that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 he's a forgot he was on, even on, on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how injured we are, man. We forgot the guy was on the roster. But go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, you're all good. All good. Uh, yeah, if we can get to that bye week, five and one. And then mm. come out healthy on the other side of that. Look out. And the easy you, part of the schedule. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, when you look at
2: that schedule, uh, obviously Green Bay is is always a concern when you have Aaron Rodgers. But right. looking at the way they've played this year and the receivers, do you have any, like, after after the bye week, what team scares you? And I mean this honestly. I'm not trying to be cocky. This is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem. Like you sound cocky when you ask questions like this. Oh, yeah. But but after the bye, maybe Green Bay. What team scares you on the schedule?
0: If the Bengals get it going, the Bengals. But that's if they get it going. You know, I mean, they haven't shown any life of that yet.
1: Yeah. Um. They. They. Yeah. Uh, that offensive line over there in Cincinnati is is still a mess. Uh, and since we're kind of like going into these other teams, so that kind of brings up, you know, our, our next piece really quick around the mm. NFL. Um, mm. The Giants, oh, like Casey was saying pre-show, um, like the Giants <laughs> have kind of become like our 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 babies. Our little brother. <laughs> the I, I Giants are our little brother, brother. brother. As far as, you know, Bill's I mafia love goes. Uh, it's it's cool to see. I, I'm rooting for him. I'm excited. Um, wh- what do you think is going on over there? It's, are they just kind of catching lightning in a bottle, or is they all kind of like, I don't know, almost like a QB whisper at this point with what he's doing with Daniel Jones. Dable's go.
2: Yeah, I think Dable is, is an incredible coach. He's an incredible offensive mind and um what he has is he doesn't have he he doesn't have the talent that the Bills have, but what he, he what he does have is guys with specific talents and he's finding ways to get them to maximize them. And then when you put it all together, it creates a nice puzzle. And I think they're for real. Not for real to the point where I, I don't think they're coming out the NFC. They absolutely will contend with the Cowboys for that division, though. And, and the thing is, if, if you're asking me honestly, I don't think the Eagles are as serious as they are. You know, so 5-0. and oh, And I don't think the Cowboys are as serious as they are. So those three teams at the top of that division, I think it's going to be fun to watch going down the rest of the year. It's going to be one of those things where it's like Brian Dayball, first-year head coach. It's going it's to sound like that, that Sean McDermott story. They did the same thing. They got it. They got he went out there. He gutted the team with bad contracts. They got some dead cap space this year. They drafted a cornerback and a defensive lineman just like the, or, a, you know, yeah. like it's the same blueprint. And, and now, OK, we got our quarterback. If he doesn't work, we had Tyrod. If it doesn't work, then we'll look in the draft next year for for our Josh Allen. It, it's it, he's doing exactly. So for me, just seeing what he's been a part of and seeing what he's done, there's no way I'm going to bet against my man Dave's. You know, what I mean, that's 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 my man. I, I I love Brian. I love Brian. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's wow. a reason why he brought so many um like ex Bills players over there with him. You know, um, like Spen said, I mean, it's scheme. He brought players over that will fit his scheme specifically. Feliciano, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he mans that he Feliciano finally gets to play center and be the quarterback of that offensive line that he always wanted to be. And he seems to be playing better. You know, maybe he was out of position playing guard, but those weren't going to move Mitch Morris. Um, yeah. right. I, I I, just think Dable has done a heck of a job. Joe Shane over there, you know, um, I think they did the right thing by not picking up the fifth year option for Daniel Jones. I think they, it's like really lit a fire under him to really figure out whether like, be like, all right, man, put it together. Now it's either now or literally never with us. So it's, it's his chance. And yeah. it, Dane, Jones hasn't played terrible at all. I mean, 21 for 27 last week. Mm-mm. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, he played efficient football. He won the game.
2: And you know what? When's the last time you've seen Saquon Barkley look like Saquon Barkley?
0: Rookie Saquon,
2: Saquon, Barkley. Years. you know, and and so and people can ignore it and think that it's just about his offseason workouts or whatever they want to blame it on. It is the way Brian Daybold is getting him the ball. He's not just. He's not just making them run straight up into like that wildcat works for him to get the ball and see the like to see the entire defense from the beginning with the ball matters that split second he he's the kind of running back that if you give him an additional split second that matters to how he hits the hole and what hole yeah. he hits. Dayball is is doing everything that I was hoping he would do. Um, the Eagles to me just are like I said is it's, it's a surprise. I, I actually I went to see them this past Sunday against the, the Cardinals and I tell you, they look serious. They look for real, except for the fact I, I I understand it's a quarterbacks league. It's a quarterbacks league And if you can't win that game from the pocket and so far Hertz hasn't shown to do that, we've seen Daniel Jones in these games do that. Not, I'm not saying, he's, again, he's not Josh Allen. He's not out there throwing for 400 or 360 in the first half and four touchdowns. That's not who he is. But he's not losing the games, and he's keeping these guys in it, and he's allowing, it, he's allowing the team to get in a position to give Saquon Barkley the ball with the game on the line. And that's all. If you're a Giants fan, if you get that every week, if you are in the game in the last few minutes of the game and you have Saquon Barkley, you feel pretty damn good about your chances.
1: Heck yeah! Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting what you your uh, your take on on Hurts uh, and the Eagles as a whole. Admittingly, I haven't seen a whole lot of their games, other than you know the highlights. I I know the knock on him is similar to what we hear about Lamar Jackson, can't win from the pocket kind of conversations. But um, I, I'm starting to see a lot more of the Bills Eagles Super Bowl hype popping up here lately, as well. And yeah. He, yeah, I, I, I don't know who's coming out of the NFC. I really don't. I just Would anybody be from,
0: surprised if the Bucs did? I wouldn't.
2: Not no. bit. I wouldn't be surprised, but I just got a text. And um, it, Sarah's watching. Shout out to Sarah. She said the Vikings. And we do play the Vikings. They're 4-on-1 currently. Yes. They look really good. I, I'll give her that. I think, I think with the way Green Bay's playing, they could absolutely win that division. And if, if they keep going at the route that they're going – I mean, who's to say they can't get that one or two seed? And if they get that one or two seed in the NFC, look out. You know, um, the 49ers can obviously always put it together because they they made it to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. They made it to the NFC Championship with Jimmy G. So now you have him back. It's not like, honestly, I think they're in a better position right now than if they let Trey Lance. I know the injuries, but I mean, I think Jimmy G is just... I just think he's a better fit for right now. I, I still think trade needs to learn a little bit. I know snaps are the thing. You got to get that experience, but no, man, I, I'm going to, I'm going to ride with the giants. Cause the day ball, like I'm just going to ride with them. I
1: like it. All right. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> Have a super bowl 25 rematch.
2: <laughs> and let's make it right this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so. The AFC just just really quick, well, I'll just kind of – we'll bring up the AFC East as well. The AFC, I, I kind of feel like we overrated the AFC. Or is it more of everybody's beating up on each other? That So, you know, the whole parody phrase. Uh, is that what's going on? Or did we legitimately maybe overrate some of these teams like the Bengals or uh, the – I do know what i thinking of – the Raiders, Broncos for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. I definitely overrated the Broncos and, and the Raiders. I will tell you since probably May, I've been saying that the Bengals are not making the playoffs. They are not making the playoffs. They are not a good team. They have a, decent def- they have a good defense. I won't call them decent. They have a good defense. They are not making the playoffs, and I'll tell you why. First, look at last year. If Lamar Jackson did not get injured, guess who wins that division? Baltimore. OK, so Lamar got injured and all of a sudden they sneak into the playoffs with a nine and seven or what is a nine and eight record or something like they weren't they weren't like yeah. a dominating team throughout the playoffs. They scored four offensive touchdowns. Like, let's think about that. Like Josh Allen scored that in two minutes. Like, you know, maybe not. I think he threw three, but you get you get my point. Like close right enough. if 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 the Buffalo Bills didn't lose that game against Kansas City and we had to play. The Bengals in Western New York, I guarantee you the Buffalo Bills would have went to the Super Bowl. Now, it's a whole lot of would so I sound like a, a bitter, you know, X or something. So I don't want to go too far with that. But the point that I'm making is they weren't a dominating team in the playoffs. And now you look at the season and everybody's like, oh, the defending AFC champions, the Bengals. are." And now they, it, to be honest with you, I hate the Jets. I mean, I hate the Dolphins. It took two of getting knocked back out of that game for them to win. That game was super close, and I promise you, the Miami Dolphins were going to win that game, man. Like the Bengals are not good; they're they're just yeah. not as they're not good. But to speak of the Jets being second in the division here, uh, do you think I, it sticks? I, no, I, I don't. I think I think when Tua comes back, Miami rises back to that second place. But again, I still think Miami's a little overrated. I think you know they they have a scary offense. Anytime you have um, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you're going to move the ball anytime. Yeah. However, they aren't, you know, like two is not that guy that's going to, he's not dropping dimes. These guys are winning with their speed. And, again, if the Buffalo Bills, I'm not mad at Jaquan Johnson or, or DeMar Hamlin or whoever, but if Jordan Poyer played in Miami, we win that game. Even with half the team going out from heat exhaustion or, or whatever it is, dehydration, we win that game if Jordan Poyer plays. Like just one player, we win that game.
0: That that third model was picked by Boyer, 100%.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I I just think the AFC East, it's the Bills, and then it's everybody else. And and it's (laughs) it's weird to see it, um, that the Jets are in second place. And I got friends from New York that are, like, living it. Like, this is their dream. (laughs) They've been in the basement for so long. And I'm like, congrats. Let's get you guys a banner. This is cool.
0: Right? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Like the Miami Dolphins AFC East Championship (laughs) banner from this year, (laughs) that they've already claimed. For one week,
1: yeah, last yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I was
0: gonna say last what three weeks, but that was fun.
1: You know, I, at the beginning of the season, Casey and I were kind of kind of going through the AFC East, and we you know listed out our our final standings predictions. Um, I had the Jets at the bottom. Uh, Casey, I think you did too as well, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I think we I, both had Bills, Dolphins, Patriots. Yeah,
1: so we're sure. pretty much the same. Do you guys think that's any different now? Like, are the Patriots gonna like? Are they gonna stay where they're at in the basement?
2: I think it depends on when Matt comes back. Because to be honest, I think Mac Jones might, you know, I know I know Miami has the juice right now with all the weapons and stuff that they added. I don't think the Patriots, like, yeah, look, they almost beat, they almost beat the Packers with with Bailey's, or is that Bailey or whatever his name is? You know, like the third string quarterback, they they almost beat Aaron Rodgers in the in the Packers. And then this past weekend, they completely shut out. Now it's the Lions, you know. I get it, but and the completely... depleted Lions, right? That's what I said. So I get it, but the thing is, they they won with their third stringer. If Mac Jones comes back, man, I, I think Mac is better than a lot of Bills fans want to admit. We just don't like the Patriots.
0: <laughs> See, and I, truth to that. I think that he is given a lot more props than he is than he deserves. Okay, um, I think he, I think he's purely a product of the Nick Saban and Bill Belichick system. I mean, I watched him in college. He didn't do anything spectacular. I mean, a lot of, to me, a lot of, a lot of college quarterbacks can all, I mean, you can kind of plug and play them um, all depending on the scheme, but what gets them to the NFL is the mechanics and being able to read the defense and clue through it that way. Um, and natural ability and work yeah. ethic. Um, but Mac Jones, I just never, I never saw it with him. I still don't. I think that I mean, he can hit the open throw, um, but it's the open throw. He doesn't make players better. He doesn't throw players, too many players open. Um, he doesn't have an absolute – he doesn't really have a cannon. I mean, he's got an arm. He can get it downfield, but he doesn't have an, a cannon to be able to really take the top off the defense. Um, I don't know. I just, I've just i never been sold on him. Um, I don't know if that's just the bias in me. And like you said, I mean, just hating the Patriots, I'm sure that doesn't help. I think-
2: I think that's but, it. But,
0: I, but <laughs> I I've always thought I was like he just he to me he looks like a younger, like just not as highly like uh, talented as Kirk Cousins. That's who he okay.
2: reminds me of. And that now that's fair. Now that's fair. But the, the, the thing the thing about that, let me ask you is you say he doesn't make players better. Yes. When is the last time you've seen Devontae Parker have an amazing game? He I mean he's only had one blind score. One is well, I mean, but he's had one this season. Yes. And that was the game before Mac went out. But I mean, Mac did that. You go back and look. I just put up his stats just to look at it throughout his career. I mean, his best year was four years ago in my in in Miami in 2019. Other than that, every year he's had, you know, one year he had 300 yards, 700 yards, 600 yards. Already this season, he's had a game of 150 with Mac Jones. So if Mac Jones is in there and that's his number one target, Mac Jones is making him better. So I just can't like, again, I get it. We're Bills fans. So we have to hate Mac Jones and we have to hate <laughs> Zach Wilson and we have to hate Tua. But, but when I sit back and realistically watch it, Mac Jones puts the ball like, anytime. And I mean this, like anytime you want me to like, cause I, I watch these things now and I try to, I don't, I, I'm not as good as cover one, so I, I'm not that good, but I'll send them to you. He makes big time throws and we just don't give him the credit, man. Like that Baltimore game. He made some throws before that injury that made me like me and Joe watched it together, actually. Me and Joe Miller. And it was like, wow, this guy is putting the, he's really putting the ball on the money. And it's not a Bill Belichick's game. You have to make the throw. I yeah, think
1: there's really. more more room to grow for him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because he's Cause was, he's smart and he's learning and he's learning um with game reps. And I mean, already from this season, when you look at him last year. He's a completely different quarterback now. Like now, Bill Belichick really trusts him to go out there and throw the ball 40 times in a game. He last year, that's why Ramondre Stevenson and and you know that's why that run game was what it was because all right, we'll we'll let you throw it, but not Mac is Mac is balling, man, and and you saw the immediate upgrade even from when now Cam is you know he's done, but it was still Cam, you know what I mean, and it was an immediate upgrade with Mac Jones. I'm just saying, I think, I think the Patriots aren't, you know, they still got something to say about that second place slot. Cause they ain't coming for ours.
0: So no. I guess the only rebuttal, the last rebuttal I would have to that is Bailey Zapp has looked to me personally, after watching the last three games, has looked very similar to Mac Jones. I mean, the play, um, I mean, kind of similar stats. Mm-hmm. Um, I just see like that. That's where I'm like that. It just doesn't look good, I guess, to the naked eye, like to a Mac Jones, like non-believer. Where it's like, see, the backup's also like is doing just as good as he did, and the team is well, as well. You know what I'm saying? I will
1: say, in and Bailey's defense, I watched him a little bit in college. I think I believe he set the record for touchdowns uh, in a season. I believe it was.
2: I think he's pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he's I, and it's like sixty something touchdowns. I want to say it was insane. I watched his bowl game. Uh, I don't remember who they were playing, but he was just zipping it all over the place. So exactly. he can play all over the place. But um so we're we're kind of getting a little bit lower on time. Uh it goes fast. I told you, Casey, it, it goes fast. <laughs> so
2: we gotta do this um, again though, like honestly, anytime. And then we can always obviously plan something to get you guys either on the chop up or on the code of conduct. And uh yeah, we could do this anytime. And I enjoy talking to people that that have good energy and, and love
1: the bills. Absolutely that's awesome. We'll that's definitely great. have to, to plan that. I, I love coming on these. This is why I do this because it's just it's fun. Yep, I, My wife doesn't have to listen to me talk football. I can talk to, you know, you guys.
0: So <laughs> I told Ronnie before the show, yeah. I said, this show is saving my
2: marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I think that can be said about a lot of guys in content creation. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. Cause like the way we talk, like I talk about this stuff all day, man. And if, yep, if yeah. my family really had to sit here and listen to me talk about <laughs> football, I, like my mom hangs up on me at times. So it's like, no, I, I completely get it. <laughs> She's like, all right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 <laughs> yep. Yep. So,
1: I, I want to get into one really quick thing before we get into the Chiefs game because that's going to take up some time, I'm sure. But uh, I posted up the question on – on well, not question, but asking for questions. And this one came through. Uh, we, I, we've we been hearing this all week long uh, about getting OBJ. Well, we've heard about OBJ since the beginning of the season. But but now CMC. Personally, I, I don't see how a trade works with CMC just because of the money. But at the same time, I don't really think we need him. We're not a running team, and Singletary is more than capable.
2: What if I told you we should get both?
0: (laughs) So that's the boat that that I'm sitting in, is that, like, (laughs) we have big baller mean. We have Josh Allen to where one restructure
2: clears $20 million. I mean, flat out. Even even without the restructure. Even without the restructure. You can get CMC this season for less than a million dollars. Yep. Literally less than a million dollars. And then next year he does have a huge cap, but he only has a 1 million guaranteed. Brandon mean could very easily do a sign and trade where they work just like they did with a McCoy work out something where he has a little bit more guaranteed money, but it's not as big of a, a, a cap hit and see where it goes from there. Or they like Brandon means a genius. And then as far as Odell yeah. Beckham Jr. You talk about the end of November or mid-December. Yes. Give me yeah. give me Odell Beckham Jr. headed into the playoffs. Give him a couple weeks to get his legs up under him. And he still won't be OBJ. Give me that. Give me all of that. I need Odell Beckham Jr. in Western New York. I need a jersey. I need a Bill's jersey that says Beckham Jr. on the back.
0: I don't I understand the people that say no to these ki- kind of questions. Oh, we're as good as we're just as good with or without these guys. No. no. You, do you want they, talent they on your better. football team? Like, do you want the top talent? But yes, we're
2: better. That- CMC? we just got done talking about like how we hope these guys do better. And we talked about how Moss True. doesn't hit the hole. Right. Then we talked about how, yeah, we love cook, but he, you know, he really had the one play. It wasn't like a bunch of plays. And then he had, and then even Singletary, I don't know if it's they don't trust him enough to give him the ball, you know, that many times or what, but could you imagine those outlet passes that Singletary gets with Christian McCra- McCaffrey, like he's making everybody like the yeah. yak that this dude would rack up the lanes that will open up for Stefan Diggs and Gabriel Davis and like and then when you do hand him the ball guess what we don't have to run him 50 times like the the Panthers did so he will be healthier and he will last longer and when that happens the defense can't put eight in the box because who you you're going you're going to leave Diggs and Davis and whoever Shakir or uh McKenzie you're going to leave those guys one on one i don't know are you island? kidding me
0: yeah, and go Knox, ahead.
2: you got Knox? Seriously? And then oh, okay, so you're gonna drop guys back. So you don't put eight in the box and you're gonna give Christian McCaffrey a chance to run up against four. Come on, man. Y'all got me
1: messed up. Add them both. Adam, Adam, <laughs> Adam is, both. Thank you, I, I thank, say you. This.
0: thank you. I didn't
1: realize I didn't realize you could get him for so little. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it like how how does that work? Because I thought his contract was like ridiculous. No, he signed an extension. And
2: so similarly to how like this year, Josh is on the last, like that fifth year option technically. And then next year is when his extension technically kicks in. So the boom amount kicks in. So right now he's on a contract. I think his contract for the year was slightly over a million. It was like 1.3 or something around there. And then it's prorated. So we've already played four games, five games. You get them in now, depending on when that trade, if the trade happens, you're only paying for the amount of games that you get them for the rest of the season. Just over $600,000. You give me that for now. Oh, get it. literally a
0: oh. rental. Okay. I'd take it as a rental. And you know, you know what? A second me. round
2: pick, I know that's a high <laughs> price. I get it's a high price. Brandon Bean typically does well. He has a couple misses. Cody Ford is no longer on his team. We have to be honest about it. He has a couple of misses. But Benjamin, I don't care how good he does.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you had to say his name, man. You had to <laughs> the, Kelvin. The Benjamin. Waffle Benjamin House. Just had round to round do here. it, man. I you know. So bean has a couple of misses, but I tell you, I will I will absolutely you won't find any complaint out of me to, to have him use a second round pick for I don't care if it's a rental, but we get a super if we get a super bowl out of it, it's all man. worth it.
1: Yeah, give oh, them yeah.
2: give them give them give them a second and a third. now don't go that far, really, Brandon. But what I'm saying is give them what they want. If it if it's a super bowl, man, if it's let's do it's purely it,
0: a second round pick, there's no way bean doesn't do it.
2: I think it's like a second and a seventh. And is, I think what I've been hearing, I think it's like a second, a seventh in a player. So watch would-
0: Bean flip Moss a second and one of the sevenths we have, and then watch him flip at the at the end of the year before the draft, do what he always does, and takes one of those guys that's probably that's going to be on the roster bubble and flips them for that fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round pick and accumulates and that pick back.
2: And the thing is, I don't, I don't, this is how good we've been. I haven't even paid attention to how many draft picks we have for this year coming up. Like I don't even normally, I know like, Oh, okay. So we got yeah. two fourth rounders next year and we got a yeah. fifth and I have no idea. Like, I don't even know if we have our first rounder. Cause I don't care. Like that's how good the team is. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like the way the team is playing right now, go all in on this season. If you can get a Christian McCaffrey, I give a damn and a half about the draft in Kansas city next year. I'm going, but I give a damn about it. I yeah. want, I want a Super Bowl in February. I live in in it's, I live in Glendale well, just outside of Glendale. I can see the stadium from my backyard. I want the Buffalo Bills here in February. That's what I want. What, would, would you
1: give up a first form?
2: No. No. That's too steep. Cuz yep. the thing Not is, you know there, it's a Super Bowl. No, a first Not cuz nothing is guaranteed. And, and first round talent, man, is like the, the way that we've like just think about the guys mm. that we've hit on. We got Josh Allen. We got Tremaine Edmonds. We got Trey White. We got Kyrie Elam. We got Ed Oliver. You know, like we don't miss on first rounders. We got Groot. I mean, and, and look at the way, look at the way this guy is playing. Are you Dude. kidding me? Like, so no, I wouldn't do a first, but if it's a second, you know, it's still great talent. It's still very, very great talent. But Christian McCaffrey, man, give gimme. Give so yeah.
0: here's a question. Would you do a second? And they want Cook, but no pick. Me, yes, Ronnie.
1: I'm sorry, what <laughs> I was looking at a comment over here.
0: <laughs> Would you do CMC for a second and Cook?
1: Ah, uh, no, I respect I in you Cook. Cook. Yeah, that's I, what I
2: respect that. See, my thing is, Cook was never the main guy, even in Georgia. He, he no, just he wasn't. No, he was. a and, and I like him and I think he can develop into one. But even there, he wasn't the guy and he he was drafted based on the performance late in the season. And obviously, like, you know, during the playoffs and stuff. But he was never the guy that in Georgia, they run the ball extremely well. And he still just never had those. Um, he never had those major performances that would make you say this guy needs to be the focal point of an offense. Christian McCaffrey. I think he is.
1: <laughs> how how old is McCaffrey now? Ooh, he's got
0: to be 27, 28. No. You think he's that old? Yeah. I mean, he came out before Josh Allen. So I'd say 27, 28.
2: He's 26. June 27th is his birthday. Hmm. See, the thing is, and when when we talk about this stuff, a lot of times we feel like players are older than they are because of injuries. (laughs) He's been injured. But when you look at his usage, they use him way more than what you typically want to use a running back. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I get it. We love Cook. He's young. He's speedy. He does a lot of things that we want but you can preserve Christian McCaffrey's career by bringing him to a team with this much talent. Like it, with him not having to take that hit those hits and that wear and tear, he can man, Yeah, got me excited, man. I might <laughs> That's have actually, to like yeah. That's a really good point
1: one. because he's not going to have to get beat up like he does in Carolina because again, we're not a running team. Um I you know, I could see him being like an 80 reception or I mean 100 maybe. Well, easy. No, but I don't easy. Know if he go 100
2: would... Maybe, but seventy-five to, to yeah. like I could see him being in that. Let me okay, because we got Steph, we got Gabe. Right. I could, I could see him being in that sixty-five to seventy-five reception range, and but what I'm telling you is Christian McCaffrey's that guy. When you are stretching the field with Stephon Diggs and those other receivers, and Christian McCaffrey only has to beat a linebacker and a lineman, guess what's going to happen? He's going to win that. <laughs> and 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 the Buffalo Bills have we we recently brought in a. a a running back on the wrong side of his contract, and he led us to the best running attack in the league those That's two true. years. Yeah. So listen, we have a. I know we beat up this year, so it's tough to make this statement. But we have one of the best. We've been getting awards for the last few years because of our medical staff. They keep guys healthy. They get guys healthier fast. Bring him a hundred percent. Bring him like
1: add. Okay. Yeah, and y'all i would me. I'll go ahead and get on the phone with Brandon right now and let him know. It's go for call it. him real quick. Call him, man. Would
0: you guys rather have Saquon or McCaffrey?
1: I think I go McCaffrey
2: because of this style of offense. Only I'm saying McCaffrey. If it was if we were if we were going to run the ball, like you know, give somebody the ball twenty five times, then I would go Saquon, but. The way this team wants to run it, I think McCaffrey's a better receiver. Moss, third, and our extra fifth from Arizona. If if they take that, hell yeah, give me that. Like, I, yeah. If they take that, first of all, Sarah, <laughs> if they take that, you need to call Brandon and get a job yourself. Yeah. That's a damn good, <laughs> I, I would take it without without a question. Oh but I think, God. honestly, I think. I think with the performance that we've seen Moss put on tape, just unfortunately, I don't think it's been good enough to really entice them to take yeah. it. Yeah. I think James Cook is an unknown, but at the same time, he's he's a hype and he, you know, he's putting some things on film a little bit here that I, I just think it, I think it's going to take either picks that we don't want to give up or a player of the caliber of Cook that that we don't want to give up either.
0: So, in reality, do you guys think it happens? No, me either. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think,
2: think
1: so. I didn't think Von Miller would be coming to Buffalo either. So, so I'm not going to say one way or the other. <laughs> that
0: I had. a I knew something was last year happened, and there was it was too much of a letdown, and it was too glaring of a need for being to yeah. not make a splash. And there was too many of those type like good players coming out into free agency for him to not get one. I feel, and this I feel that. He's like, we got Singletary, we got Cook, and if we absolutely need to break glass and use Moss, you know,
1: I, I will say, and I this, think it's though, just good enough. We know this about Bean. If there's a possibility, he's going to look into it. Oh yeah, yeah, he's going to make and that he, phone call. And so yeah. I think if if the right deal is presented, I yeah, I think he does it, pulls the trigger. But
2: there's been conflicting I, reports. Some people have said yeah. that that they've heard that we've called in, and some said that they yeah. haven't. I've reached out to a bunch of people. I can't get a clear answer. So what that means to me is though, just in my experience since I've been covering the bills, when I can't get a clear answer, to the me, truth. that normally means something is happening. Yeah, yeah. That's what it means. Like I'm not saying that the trade is going to happen, but I think that there's some conversations happening. But either they don't want to tick off any of the running backs or they don't or, you know, and but Brandon Bean typically makes moves and people and we don't have a clue. And then it, the trade goes through at one a.m. in the morning and it's like mm-hmm. Brain, or being after dark and it's like oh hell yeah so <laughs> i from just from my experience i feel like something like some calls have been made and and maybe some negotiations but i don't think it's gonna happen
0: i was yeah. gonna say the sun's down here in my house so it's time for being to get, get out it. let's get it
1: <laughs> it's still like middle of day here um all right guys the chiefs uh what do you guys think is gonna happen like what are you expecting i Last year in the regular season, what was that? I think week five? We dominated the game. Like it wasn't a game. Buffalo would just start to finish. I uh, was it thirty eight to twenty one, I think. hmm Are you expecting more of the same? Like our defense is thirty four. Even though 20, we're not number one right now, it's I feel like considerably better than what it was last year.
2: Absolutely. We're, I think we're number two at the moment. Yeah. And um, and so last year when we won that game, I think in part – I think a big part of the reason why we won that game is because Chris Jones wasn't active. Um, I give credit to the Bills. They did a great job. Obviously, we won the game and it, we looked great. But they weren't getting pressure on Josh. And the Chiefs always get pressure on Josh. But like I said earlier, we aren't the same Bills and they aren't the same Chiefs. No Tariq Hill means – no five-yard receptions turn into 60-yard touchdowns. That's what that means. So, um, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster is not Tyreek Hill. Um, Valdez-Scantling is not – he's fast. He's a very fast player. He's not – Travis Kelsey is the problem. Travis Kelsey is the problem. I'm not scared of the run game because our run defense has gotten exponentially better, exponentially better. Like, we're so much better. And then – so – if I'm honest with you, um, I kind of think it's gonna be one of those things where the Chiefs have to play the ball control game and even with them at home, which sounds crazy to say. But I think if they can't if they start off slow or if they if they can't control the ball, if they have any situations where it's three and out, or they, you know, maybe get a first down and then have to punt, you don't want to put the ball in these guys' hands with this energy going into this week. I'm just telling and we're healthier. Isaiah McKenzie will be playing. Tremaine Edmonds is back. Ed Oliver is going to be playing. Poyer. Jordan Phillips is going to be playing. Jordan Poyer is going to be playing. Like all of these guys are playing this week. And I'm going to just tell you, you know, this is not the week that those guys want to start off slow. We are not the we are not the Raiders.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. I went to bed when it was 14 zip last night. I woke up and saw 29:30, and I immediately texted my Raiders friend and I was like, dude, I don't know how like you're walking on this earth today. I was like, this, I was like, I would be. In and sh- shambles,
2: they just have a bad coach. Josh McDaniels is not a good coach. Yeah, and that's
0: what he says too. He's like, I hate the coach. He's like, I hate it yeah. when they hired him, and I hate him now.
1: You go they should for have kept their interim, higher, the I'm interim sorry. from last year. I like him I, absolutely. I, I thought he had the team hard. Yeah, Uh I'm kind of with you, Spence, on as far as like, I kind of want to. I'm not big on superstition or jinxes or anything like that, but. I I don't think the Chiefs can honestly keep up with the healthy Bills team because yeah. um, the defense is going to make plays. They're going to get some stops. And if you give Allen in that offense a couple of extra uh, drives, they're going to put points out on the Chiefs defense. I think they're giving up an average of 30 points a game or 25 points a game. I think I saw something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, – I, I think they're ranked like 27th or
2: 28th. Like, they're not, their defense is it, not yeah. good. So, you know, yeah, I agree with you, man. Like, in Travis Kelsey, you're going to see a, lot, a heavy dose of Jordan Poyer and Matt Milano on Travis Kelsey. Yep. A heavy dose. And I trust Kyer Elam on whichever pick one. I trust Dane Jackson on the other one. <laughs> you know, like, so the <laughs> yeah. receivers don't scare me. It's Travis Kelsey. The run game is not, I'm not worried. And, and listen, as as elusive and as great as as Patrick Mahomes kind of is, is is what he is, he's not Lamar Jackson when he's mobile. You we get, we shut down Lamar Jackson in the second half. They didn't score anything.
0: Max Crosby showed last night, you, you get up right up in his face, and he doesn't know whether he's not Mahomes isn't a natural scrambler, you know, going mm-hmm. right or left. His first instinct isn't take off, it's to throw throw it quick. So if you get pressure right up in his face and that like immediately and like make him make that quick decision he kind of struggled not struggles but like it's one of the softer parts of his game uh we all know he's good at like rolling out and move like moving in the pocket um and throwing on the run but when he has to run off script and scramble out because he's got pressure that's where he that's where he tends to stumble a little bit and
1: that's mm-hmm. what the bills
0: did last year when uh, Micah hyde had that pick six
1: yeah yeah do we know if uh, benford's going to be back this week
2: I do not believe. I, I, I didn't hear anything, but I feel like he has maybe another, you know, I think maybe this two is weeks. Like nice last week. See, like, I, I, I assumed another two, but it, it may be. It may be. Yeah, sure because I, I the think body. they were saying
1: two weeks, and this would, would be two weeks come game time, but they may very well not play him until after the bye. Just give him that extra week, too. It's probably the smarter thing, anyways. But uh, so last thing score predictions. What do you guys got? Casey, I'll let you start. Uh, 34 27 Buffalo. They lead almost the
0: entire
2: game. Wire to wire. I'm having a tough time. (laughs) Because realistically, what I want to say won't be received well by people outside of Buffalo. And I don't want to sound like a homer because I'm not being a homer. But when I watch what you just said, we are a very good defense. Their defense is not good against the pass. Josh Allen is currently the best passer in the league like he's leading the league in passing yards that's not a fake stat that i made up i'm not nip or cherry picking stats he's the best in the league right now stefan diggs is the third best wide receiver in the league right now and he's leading the league in touchdown receptions i just honestly i think with the way these teams are constructed they're not going to be able to run the ball against us to control the clock so i'm actually going to go bill's I'm going to say it. I'm going to go Bills 35-17. Like it.
1: I, I was thinking 31-17 myself, and, and all for the same reasons. I just think this defense is the difference uh, from last year and even the years prior. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought up the Josh Allen stats. I, I know we got to get rolling, but really quick. Uh, he uh, He's over 1,600 yards passing right now, 225 on the ground. He's on pace for – I want to say it was 64, 6,500 yards. That's total. Insane. <laughs> Nobody's ever gone over 6,000. The record is Drew Brees, uh, I think 55, 56. And he's set out two quarters. Yeah. Yeah. That's he hasn't even played Colin like Mario. the
0: entire season. Like that's, that's the crazy part. And <laughs> we can even say the third quarter of uh, the game Sunday, they took the, their foot off the gas.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Big yeah. time. I am a little upset with Sean McDermott about that. They should let Josh get the record. it's it's like forty yards. Let him get it.
0: I honestly think it was out of respect for between him and Tomlin.
2: Damn that! I really,
0: I I agree. I agree. But like that's the only reason. That's the only reason I can think is why they is why he did it. It was like just to not rub it in Tomlin's face. I I love
2: Tomlin. I love him. He's one of my favorite coaches. But but man, let Josh get those records, man. Let him eat.
1: Yeah. I've been preaching all season that we have the best quarterback in the league. Uh, Are there better pure throwers? Yes. Are there better runners? Yes. But is there anybody that combines all of that into one? No, there's not. And And he's.
2: I debate you on that, man. Like I don't, I, I mean, runner, obviously Lamar Jackson is the best runner of the football from the quarterback position. Obviously Kyler Murray is very elusive, but when those guys run, guys are hoping to get a good hit on those guys yeah. when josh allen runs people yeah. don't want to tackle him so it, i mean That's it's just true. different man. there's gonna be a and highlight that, reel
0: in a minute yeah
2: and now you're talking about passing the ball yeah I, like justin herbert i think is is a i love watching him throw the ball I I, obviously um aaron Rodgers when he's looking better than so far this season aaron Rodgers, i think he throws the prettiest but you know but who's throwing it who's Who's throwing it better than Josh this year? Like, this game, this last game, he had a 60-plus touchdown, a 90-plus touchdown. He, I just – I don't know, man. I, like, I literally would debate anybody to I'm blue in the face this year about Josh Allen. I don't see, I don't see fault in his game. He has four no. interceptions. One of them I, I blame on Isaiah McKenzie. It literally went yeah. through his hands. Yeah. One of them I blame on Dawson Knox. So, to me, Josh has 15 or 14 touchdowns and two interceptions. That's how I'm looking at this season. Yep, absolutely. He's, he's the best quarterback in the
1: league by far. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And Bills fans, enjoy this. Don't be afraid of the success. Embrace it, man. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Uh, Jay Spence the King, appreciate you. Love you, man. Uh, Casey, thank you. you. We'll chat um, later. And really quick, uh, Jay Spence, where can people find your stuff at? What you got going on?
2: Hey, as soon as I jump out of here, I'ma jump right back onto this thing and on the Buffalo Rumblings side. And if you go and uh, check out Buffalo Rumblings on YouTube or on Twitter or Facebook, you'll be able to catch the Code of Conduct tonight. I have uh, Pete Sweeney. He is the beat. He was the beat reporter for the uh, for Arrowhead Pride covering the chiefs so we're going to talk about the chiefs game in depth they're going to talk about uh like what he thinks has to happen for us to win or to lose either way and uh we're just gonna have a good time so so come and join us there and then obviously on twitter and instagram you can find me at jay spence the king and hey come show some love i try to show it back as often as possible and you guys i, I mean what i said anytime but I'm, I'm down as long as i'm not literally doing my own show and i got to get you guys on my show so let's make it happen absolutely awesome. let's, yeah, do, let's it. do it
1: hey you All guys right. have a good night and go bills you guys go too Bill. go bills